0: Welcome to the Becoming Your Best Version podcast. I am your host, Maria Leonard Olson. I am a civil litigation attorney in Washington, D.C. I also am a mentor to women in long-term recovery from various things, drugs, alcohol, divorce, empty nesting, trauma, sexual trauma, all kinds of things, because it is my life's work or life's desire to pay forward through my experience, strength, and hope anything I have learned that can help another woman. You can learn more about my work at marialeonardolson.com. I would be really grateful if you would hit the like button on my TEDx talk, which is called Turning Life's Challenges into a Force for Good. You can either Google my name or go to my website, and there's a button right there. I'm applying for another TEDx talk about DNA test discoveries because I found out at age 53 that I am the product of a one night stand and it took me a year to find my father but I did and he's an actor I've watched on the big and small screens since I was a child. My story ends really well. But the stories of most DNA discoverers does not end so well. I am a lawyer, so my upcoming book will cover the legal consequences and personal consequences of embarking on DNA testing. So stay tuned. I started this podcast, I'm in my fourth season, I started it because my work, writing and public speaking in the women in midlife arena brought me in contact with amazing women whose voices I want to amplify. Unfortunately, it is my belief that in this society, women's voices are not amplified enough. So I started this podcast four years ago so I could bring these amazing women to you and they come from all over the world. You are in for a treat. Elaine Reynolds is joining us from Ubud, Bali. Wow, she's from Australia. She found a new life. She's been a master personal trainer for more than 20 years. She teaches women over 50 to not give up or give in to the seemingly crazy things that are happening to our bodies. Her online programs called Zen Strength 50 Plus and the Zen Strength 50 Plus Taste Test that she calls the Lengthen and Strengthen Your Body Program give women a holistic and challenging way of training with a planned system of body shaping, 20-minute online workouts and mindset shifting techniques. Elaine designs workouts that won't wreck you, but will give you toned muscles and flexibility. Who doesn't want that? Twice, Elaine has sold all of her possessions to follow her dream to be an expat. Eight years ago at age 50, she had an epiphany and bought a one way ticket to Bali. Oh my gosh, what a dream. You can find her cycling through the villages of Ubud or at a cafe with a cappuccino in hand. You can learn more about her at her website, corestrength50plus.com, or follow her on Instagram or Facebook. She gives out freebies too, everyone. Uh, In the show notes, you can try her freebie hip and glute strengthening sequence with a bonus workout which is entertainingly at least to me called how to fix a flat butt. I love it. Welcome Elaine. Oh,
1: that is such a good intro. I don't feel like I need to say anything now. And uh-huh. I'm actually fascinated by
0: your DNA discovery story. Oh, well, thank you. It is a quite a story. I'm going to be yeah. about it as a as a sitcom on one of the streaming services because I may be the only genetic Filipino Jew you will ever meet in your life. I love it. If You ever meet a Filipino Jew, anyone who is listening, if you ever meet a Filipino Jew, please reach out to me because I want to talk to that person. The Philippines is the most Catholic country on the planet. And I would like to meet another Filipino Jew, not a convert, genetic Jew. So anyway, (laughs) let's get back to train smarter over 50 people because all of us. Feel, well, I okay, I'll speak for myself. I feel creaky. I can still touch the floor, but I feel it now. I feel yeah. some um, arthritis in my knees because I was a marathoner. Uh, everything is being affected by gravity and aging. So well, how about you, Elaine? Is that part of why you started
1: your business? Well, you know, when I hit perimenopause, which was in my late 40s, Um, I was a master personal trainer. I had my own studio training people. And I tell you nothing that I knew as a trainer was working. You know, I was putting on weight. I was bloated. I was tired, sluggish. And all my tricks, nothing worked. I even started running again because I thought I needed to do some high impact stuff to try and move the weight. Started doing plyometric jumps in my workouts, changed my eating, nothing. And I I really actually did think, well, maybe this is just it. Because back then there wasn't a lot of information out there about menopause. And I just thought, well, maybe I just have to accept this is my body now. And then I sort of figured I knew what I needed, but I just had to work out a way to deliver it that wasn't going to keep wrecking me because that's what was happening. Um, And if you think about it, you know, your body's under a lot of stress because of the hormonal changes. And exercise is a form of stress. If your body's in a uh, beautiful flow, that stress is a good stress. But if your body is struggling and you dump more stress on it with harder exercise, it's just counterintuitive. And your body releases cortisol, you get more button belly fat, and you know. So I started experimenting with shorter 20-minute workouts. And um, workouts that went in a dynamic flow. Because I, I really love yoga. But what I found uh, when doing yoga all the time is that it, there wasn't enough muscle toning uh, or strength worth in, work in it. And not enough work on um, really strengthening the stabilizing muscles around your joints. So I use a variety of um, yoga, power yoga. Bar Pilates, functional strength training, and low impact cardio moves. And I designed them in a 20 minute flow and it really worked. I, yeah, I was yeah, amazed at the difference in how I felt and how I moved and how my body felt um, and my clients loved it. And out of that, that's sort of where Zen Strength sort of grew in my
0: online programs. I love it. That, that is doable. I am very busy with my litigation practice, but I can work in 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 That, that
1: Look, is- again, the 20 minute workouts, um, obviously you have to do your pre and post workout stretching. That is non-negotiable in this age bracket, I think. And it's something that a lot of people like to skip, but it's what you need to do.
0: Why? Uh, because I am always in a rush. I want you to say to yeah. our listeners why it's so important. If you don't
1: stretch, well, look, the basics of it is as we age, everything gets tighter and shorter. You only have to look at older people. They seem like they've shrunk. So you have to keep lengthening your muscles and and keeping those joints not sticky so that they're they're flowing. Because if you don't, you just have to look. At, i have to look at my mother, and you know, <laughs> she seemed to be shrinking before my eyes. But you can change it around. So you have to keep stretching. As much as we need strength, um, strength without flexibility is not great. And flexibility without strength is not great. So you need the muscle. You need the muscle to support the joints. But you need to keep those muscles fluid and long so that you have the flexibility to move to get up and down off the floor, to reach, to squat. And really, there's no reason why you can't keep doing that. I mean, we're all aging. From the moment you're born, you're aging. Mm -hmm. And it's something you have to accept. Even if you're fit, you're going to have aches and pains. It's, It's just part of the aging process. But you can massively minimize it if you commit to moving your body in an intentional way five to six days of the week. Doesn't always have to be a hard workout, but you can do a great stretch session. But I, I think if people got into their heads, they brush their teeth in the morning. You move your body. You know, we just weren't designed to sit all day, even though you and I are both sitting now. We're <laughs> <Like, laughs> not designed for it, so you know everything starts to tighten up, and all you have to do is.
0: Wow, that is a great way of putting it. I mean, I know this because I read a lot about fitness, but I fall into these ruts where I realize I haven't exercised all week. Yeah. So do you have some tips for people who fall into ruts? Is it is it bad to go into a workout when you haven't been exercising for a long time? Well, honestly,
1: working out is mindset, like anything, like your business, like anything you do in your uh, personal or private life. It's mindset. So you have to work on your mindset first. And I've seen it so many times. I've seen people start something, they're right into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They lose weight. They feel fantastic. And then they stop. And then they put the weight back on and usually more weight. And they just get into the cycle. You have to work on your mindset first and, and work out why you keep sabotaging yourself. Because if you know that doing a, a intentional workout is going to make you feel better, feel happier, move better, make your joints less achy, make your body stronger, give you confidence, why wouldn't you do it? So you've got to work out why. What is sabotaging you and often it's something that happened in your childhood someone might have said something to you or um something you know something happened and sometimes you've got to recognize it and go okay that happened forgive it and move on
0: Mm.
1: what i i find too and i got these tips off denise duffield thomas is changing your passwords like your banking passwords your computer passwords, anything you use on a day-to-day basis, just something that reflects your goals. Mm-hmm. So that it's it's like layering positivity into your day. Cause we can't all sit around meditating for hours every day. <laughs> Wait, you're a in
0: a you can do that. <laughs> hey, well you could, yeah, you could, but you know, mm-hmm. if you
1: can layer things. There's quite a few different things you can do, but if you can layer positivity cues into your day, like if you, you know, you could have passwords "I am strong" or you know "I am fit" or whatever you want to, want to call it, but something that reflects your goals. And the more you keep reading those things, um, it gets into your subconscious, and you know it's not woo woo; it's actually scientifically proven to work. So. Yeah
0: neuroplasticity that we can change the neural pathways in our brains the more positivity we feed our brains with the more positive we will become
1: yeah and you know you don't have to uh actually always sit down to do these things if you can layer them in with your passwords and other 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 ways other cues around your house you can slowly change your subconscious so i would say to people that are um off and on and procrastinating look at your mindset first because you know you can you really can you can buy the best program get the best trainer but if you don't do the mindset work you're not going to stick to it
0: sure that is such good advice it's so true to look for why I self-sabotage my own fitness thank you for that that's beautiful that's your job <laughs> <laughs> that's your assignment why (laughs) right oh yes I'm doing I I just turned 60 this year so it is a great time of self-reflection for me the big birthdays for me so thank you Filipino blood absolutely it's that melanin in our skin that helps us not Asians don't raisin as they say (laughs) it's very true (laughs) So you are twice an expat. Where did you go the first time? Uh, the first
1: time uh, I was 40 and I was thinking, oh, God, what am I doing with my life? And I watched Under the Tuscan Sun. Ah. I, can't, I can't remember who was in it. Diane Lane. Oh, yeah, yeah. Six months later, I'd sold everything. I sold my house, I sold my car, business, everything. And I was, you know, packed up my stuff. I was moving to Italy. And uh, it didn't quite pan out. I, I ended up going to Italy and then, I, yeah, it didn't pan out there. And then I went to India and then um, I ended up back in New Zealand because I'm originally from New Zealand and I ended up back in Australia because I thought I can't keep wandering around the world. You know how you feel like you're chasing something, but I didn't know what I was chasing. Mm-hmm. So I thought I have to go back and regroup. And um, so, yeah, that was the first time. Uh and I actually put a lot of stuff in storage when I moved that time. And it, when I came back a year later, I realized, what was I storing this stuff for? You know how you think things are precious to you and, oh, I've got to keep that. I looked at it. I had a massive garage sale and got rid of it all. Nice. So it just It goes to show you that, you know, what you think is really precious and meaningful. They're just things, you know. Um, so this time when I came here, I got rid of everything. <laughs> so, so it was an, it was an easy move.
0: Wonderful. And why did you choose Bali? Um, I don't know. I had a,
1: a epiphany on my 50th birthday in Sri Lanka. And, um, I'd been wanting to live as an expat for years. So it's always something that was sort of percolating in the back of my mind. And then Probably for about seven years, I'd wanted to turn my business into an online business. But back then in Australia, I was told, look, we can set it up for you, but there's no guarantee anyone will be able to watch it because the internet wasn't great. So I sort of shelved that idea. But it was always, you know, you have these ideas there in the back, there just percolating away. And I just thought at 50, OK, I've, I want to do this. And, you know, I've always loved Bali. I've been coming here for years and... um there's just something about the people are beautiful i love the food and um yeah and the ceremonies and the culture and yeah so i said to my husband this is what we're doing we're going to move to bali yeah yeah yeah, great but i don't think he really thought i was going to do it (laughs) i started selling everything off he started to freak out (laughs) so he sort of came kicking and screaming um, but yeah, we came. And uh yeah, I wish I'd done it years ago. You know how you look back at your life and you think, oh God, I should have because actually when I went to Italy uh that year and then I went to India, I was going to come here. And then something sort of said to me, Look, no, I'm gonna go back to New Zealand. I wanna repair my relationship with my mum and da, 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 da. Uh so I didn't come. So, you know, it was one of those sliding door moments that, you know, if I had to come, oh maybe I would have been here longer, you know
0: right oh well i'm so happy that you found what you were looking for do you feel like the first time you were chasing something and you didn't know what it was do you feel like you found what it is now
1: yeah i think in the first time i didn't know how i was going to make money make a living living as an expat Mm -hmm. and i didn't really know where i fit it in and uh so here i feel yeah it feels like home to me you know how well you know i was born in new zealand i lived in australia for years but this feels like i feel right here even as a kid in new zealand i never um i could never imagine myself growing old there i always knew i was going to leave and then even in australia and i loved living in australia i could never see myself growing old there i knew it was like a stepping stone so here yeah i can see myself growing old here so
0: Oh, that's beautiful. Was it hard to get the required visa, work permit, whatever is required there? Uh, in the beginning, you
1: uh, we had to have a, um, uh, what do you call it? I think it's called a social visa. So you have to leave the country uh, every six months mm-hmm. and then come back in and reapply for the visa. Uh, once you hit 55, you can get a retirement visa. Um, and there are other sort of investment visas you can get as well. And because I work online, uh, I've got a
0: and now i'm fifty eight um, I've got a retirement visa, so wow, you really you really did something that so many women I talk to dream about. You did it. It's yeah. so beautiful it really
1: is yeah, yeah i it, it truly is the best thing I've ever done. And actually both times, even though it didn't work out the first time, it's just that I've always had that, um, wanderlust as a kid. So, and that feeling of having nothing is actually very empowering. You know, when you get rid of everything, it feels good. It feels free.
0: Definitely. In my book, 50 after 50, reframing the next chapter of your life. I talked about minimalism and how freeing it was. And now I collect things from where I travel. I try to buy one thing everywhere I travel, and I've been to sixty-two countries now. And now I'm only buying magnets or Christmas ornaments (laughs) because (laughs) too much stuff again. (laughs) Even though I got rid of so much when I got divorced at age fifty, somehow it creeped back in. I know you're like me. Every time I traveled, I buy something because
1: i love traveling through asia so my whole house was full of exotic asian stuff and then when i um i actually got rid of it all of it twice (laughs) and so when i travel i try and just travel with carry-on and if i buy one thing it's going to be something small like i just went to japan i bought a cup (laughs) that's it
0: because i can use the cup. (laughs) yeah but it still reminds me of where i went you know Yes, I do know what you mean because I feel the same way. I feel like, uh, actually speaking, I have maybe 20, 25 years left and I don't want stuff anymore. I want experiences uh, and relationships, yeah, yeah. not stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. It's interesting, isn't it? Because maybe in my 20s, I was more materialistic, but as I've got older, I'm less and less. And, you know, I don't even have a car here. I ride a push bike i actually just got an electric bike which is fantastic <laughs> i'd rather spend my money on uh travel and experiences you know i don't want things you know they yeah so yeah. you haven't mentioned
0: children did you is our children part of your life or not
1: no no uh-huh. i never got the packaging yeah actually when i was in my 20s you know, all my girlfriends were having kids and I'd always get invited to their kids' parties and or when they had the baby. And on the way there, I was thinking, oh, please don't ask me to hold the baby. Please don't <laughs> hold the baby. <laughs> and then usually when I'd left, I'd always be like, oh, thank God I don't have kids. So I never, I just never had that urge and I've never regretted it. And back then you know, I had quite a few arguments with different people, women saying, oh, you're not a real woman if you don't have kids, because it uh, was a bit of an unusual thing back then, you know.
0: I, I but... really am disappointed to hear that anyone gave you a hard time about that. I actually think being child-free by choice is one of the least selfish things that a human can do, because there are plenty of parents who should never have been parents. Oh,
1: I absolutely agree.
0: And, you know, now it's funny, I live
1: in a town where all the women I meet don't have kids Mm. it's quite it's all Mm. congregated (laughs) it's quite interesting and i mean a lot of younger people you meet now have chosen not to have kids as well so i think it's a different time but back then yeah i had a few arguments with people about yeah my choice not not
0: i think that feminism is should be about choice that any choice that any woman makes should be seen as valid absolutely absolutely yeah 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 changing times. Definitely. So I I want you to talk just a little bit more about your holistic approach to fitness, because not only are your offerings really good for your body, but they're also good for your mind. So can you expand on how you achieved that for your clients?
1: Yeah, well, I um, definitely the mindset thing. And to be honest, when I first started training people, It was just all about um, the workouts and the training calendar and the nutrition. You really didn't think much about mindset years ago. And I always used to think, why aren't people doing what I ask them to do out of our sessions? It it took me a long time to realize, okay, it's mindset. Got to work on the mindset. So I have different things layered throughout the program to really get people to work on their mindset. You know, the passwords is one. And meditation. I I really believe that, you know, calming your mind and centering yourself daily, it, it changes your day without a doubt. So, and I know people, you know, some people are a bit resistant to meditation, but even five minutes, if you start with five minutes a day, I think it can really make a big difference. And, you know, training your body is not just doing the workout, it's how you treat your body as a whole. So it's the other things you do, you know, like working on your fascia, which your fascia is like a fine layer of connective tissue that covers your whole body. When you get stressed, when you drink too much alcohol or crappy food, or when you get tired or you don't stretch enough, the fascia tightens and that fascia ends up pulling on your joints. And you can release a lot of the aches uh, and pains in your body if you release your fascia. Um, And it's easy to do if you've got the right tool. It's something you can do every morning, a bit like skin brushing, you know, dry Mm -hmm. skin brushing. Mm -hmm. I I really, I've had uh, so many great results from um, using a fascia blaster tool in the last sort of year. And, um, yeah, I I think it makes a big difference to the aches and pains in your body. So I think, yeah, you have to look at everything as a whole. If you're doing your workout, yeah, you're yeah, great, but you're treating your body like crap for the rest of the day. <laughs> it's yeah. counter. It, you're not going to get the
0: best out of it. It's just the way it is, you know. That's so true, and I love your tips that you have in the facts section of your website about motivation and different things you can do to ensure success if you want to be healthier. I love it. You really mm-hmm. have a beautiful website, and I would encourage all of you also to look at her her Facebook and Instagram because she's physically very beautiful. You can't see her, but she is. And she oh. has a very oh. strong, fit body. And it's encouraging to see a woman in midlife look as confident and healthy as you. It, oh, it's, that's great. Thank you, Del. Okay. So I know that you have some things coming up for both free and for deeper dives for a pay payment of which is fair. So would you please tell our listeners about what you have coming up this month?
1: Next week I have a, a train shorter and smarter freebie video series. Um, it goes over three days and it there's short and sweet videos. They're only a few minutes long, so they're really easy to consume. Just some habits and tips that you can um, take on board that will get you training shorter and smarter. And there's a great butt booster exercise sequence in there as well. Um, And then um, I go into launching my Zen Strengths 50 Plus uh, online program, which is a holistic uh, mindset and body shaping program for women over 50, Uh, At the moment, there's over 15 months of uh, planned training in there. So it's not a program where you have to jump in and figure out what you're going to do. Every month is planned out. You get a new training calendar every month, tells you exactly what workout to do and when to do it. And you get one piece of uh, holistic mindset or training information each week so that you're not overwhelmed with too much information and you get time to take it on board. And every year I jump in and I add a challenge month to the program. And, um, yeah, yeah, I've had quite a few women say it's been life-changing for them because it's actually aimed at women who have a moderate level of fitness. It's not for total beginners. Um, So women who might have been training off and on and what they're doing is not working for them anymore or they've just hit an exercise plateau and they can't figure it out, like I did in my late 40s. so it's aimed and the, all the workouts are 20 minutes long. Um, they're done in two 10-minute rounds so that if you're pressed for time or you're not sure about your um, fitness levels in the beginning, you can do 10 minutes and guaranteed you can still get a good workout in 10 minutes.
0: Mm-hmm. So, wow, yeah. those sound beautiful. What beautiful offerings. I'd encourage all of you to check out her website Core strength, the number 50 plus.com and all of this, including a freebie will be in the show notes. So you don't have to write it down, but definitely check it out. All of us can do 20 minutes a day or every other day, or, you know, just start small because Elaine is, is, I believe a light in, in, in our culture of women in midlife that you don't have to be all or nothing. You can take bite-sized pieces and be fit and feel good. More importantly, feel good. So, Elaine, I ask all of our guests, my guests rather, if there's no one else here, um, (laughs) the following question, what do you do to become your best version? Well, for me, it's definitely
1: understanding the power of now. The power of being in the moment. And I've been reading about and working on this for probably 20 years now, and I certainly don't have it nailed. But I can recognize when my brain goes off on a wild movie about the past or a wild movie about the future, and I'm sort of able to bring myself back into the moment. And I find on days when I'm not doing anything exciting, I can have a fantastic day if I'm in that moment. At the end of the day, I can think, well, that was a great day because I'm fully focused and I'm not thinking about, oh God, I shouldn't have done that, or oh no, what about this? You know, I think we waste so much energy thinking about nothing. And it's usually all negative. Um, so for me, it's definitely being more aware and conscious of being in the moment.
0: Ah. Uh. I needed that reminder today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I think I might get that tattooed on my forum because I need that reminder every day. My mind races constantly. And I think I everyone, everyone does. present. I want to be present. That's all we have. Yeah, That's yeah. Because awesome.
1: the past is gone, the yeah. future hasn't happened. You only really have this moment. So why keep? Why spend it thinking about? The past or the future uh, and it's not easy i think you have to be a guru to have it nailed but, uh, <laughs> i think if more people are aware of it you can turn what you might think is a you know a somewhat boring day or week or whatever
0: into uh, you know a, a beautiful moment so ah oh, i love that beautiful thank you and that is unlike any other answer from any other guest In four seasons, so thank you, Elaine. (laughs) You can learn more about her fabulous offerings at corestrength50plus.com. Follow her on Instagram and Facebook at corestrength50plus and sign up for one of her freebies. You want to fix your flat butt or, I don't know, feel better, not so creaky? Try one of her freebies and you're likely to want to sign up for one of her paid offerings. So thank you Elaine. Oh thank you Maria. It was fun talking to you. You as well.